At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. History Versus is a production of iHeartRadio and Mental Floss. Theodore Roosevelt once reportedly said that reading with me is a disease. And indeed, you could find the 26th president of the United States, himself the author of more than 30 books, reading basically everywhere. In front of the fire, in bed, in his train car, on hunting trips. For a year-long safari in Africa, for example, he brought along a trunk of 60 books. And even when pursuing boat thieves in the Dakota Badlands. In that case, he started with Anna Karenina. And when he finished that borrowed a dime novel from one of the thieves. From an early age, he devoured almost any book he could get his hands on, from Main Reed's adventure novels and David Livingstone's missionary travels and researches in South Africa, to James Fenimore Cooper's The Last of the Mohicans and Charles Darwin's On the Origin of Species, to poetry by the likes of Samuel Taylor Coleridge and Edwin Arlington Robinson. As an adult, T.R. read several books at a time, even when he was busy, usually finishing around a book a day and sometimes more, flicking through two to three pages a minute. He was so absorbed when he was reading that he wouldn't even hear his own name being called. Biographer Edmund Morris writes that nothing short of a thump on the back would regain his attention. T.R. owned many, many books. A 1919 accounting of all the Roosevelt family's books at Sagamore Hill was 77 pages long. 77. T.R. acknowledged in his autobiography that books are everywhere. There are as many in the North Room and in the parlor as in the library. The gun room at the top of the house contains more books than any of the other rooms. The books have overflowed into all the other rooms, too. In 1915, Ladies Home Journal asked the former president to pen a piece titled, The Books That I Read and When and How I Do My Reading. This piece is a gift. It's so delightful. 
Roosevelt, who said that he didn't follow any plan when it came to reading, cautioned that it would be impossible to try to enumerate all the books I read, or even all the kinds. Which, given how quickly he could read and how curious he was, doesn't seem to be hyperbole. That said, he did have some practical advice for readers, and in this bonus episode of History Verses, we're going to go through a few of them. Some of them you might want to follow, and some you might want to disregard, but they're all a fascinating glimpse into the mind of one of the biggest bibliophiles in history. Okay, let's get started. Tip number one, train yourself to read the classics. T.R. wrote that if anyone finds that he never reads serious literature, if all his reading is frothy and trashy, he would do well to try to train himself to like books that the general agreement of cultivated and sound-thinking persons has placed among the classics. Let man or woman, young man or girl, read some good author until sustained mental effort brings power to enjoy the books worth enjoying. According to T.R., only when this has been done can the reader trust himself to pick out for himself the particular good books which appeal to him. Tip number two. Find a few minutes to read every day. You think you're too busy to read? Well, that was not an excuse Theodore Roosevelt would have accepted. If he could make time, well, you can make time too. T.R. wrote that he typically read for half an hour before bed, but he didn't dream of limiting himself to just that short window. All kinds of odd moments turn up during even a busy day, in which it is possible to enjoy a book, he wrote. And then there are rainy afternoons in the country in autumn, and stormy days in winter, when one's work outdoors is finished and after wet clothes have been changed for dry, the rocking chair in front of the open wood fire simply demands an accompanying book. It's hard to disagree with him there. Tip number three, don't read what you don't like. When choosing a book to read, Roosevelt noted that the reader's personal and individual taste must be the guiding factor. He compared taste in books to taste in food. He wrote that while he liked apples, pears, and oranges, he disliked bananas and prunes, adding, At times in the tropics, I have been exceedingly sorry I could not learn to like bananas. And on roundups in the cow country in the old days, it was even more unfortunate not to like prunes. But I simply could not make myself like either, and that was all there was to it. Roosevelt went on to say that, of the books he had most recently tried to read, he could read Guy Mannering, The Antiquary, Penn Dennis, Vanity Fair, Our Mutual Friend, and The Pickwick Papers over and over. But he did not care for Fortunes of Nigel, Esmond, and The Old Curiosity Shop. I have no question that the latter three books are as good as the first six, he wrote. Doubtless for other people they are better, but I do not like them any more than I like prunes and bananas. He concluded that, at my age, I might as well own up, at least to myself, to my limitations, and read the books I thoroughly enjoy. Tip number four. Don't look down on people who don't like the same books as you. Books are almost as individual as friends, T.R. wrote in his autobiography, adding that some meet the needs of one person and some of another, and each person should beware of the book lover's besetting sin, of what Mr. Edgar Allan Poe calls the mad pride of intellectuality— taking the shape of arrogant pity for the man who does not like the same kind of books. Given this mindset, it's no surprise that T.R. had what he described as no sympathy for concepts like 100 best books in the five-foot library, the concept created by a Harvard president that a person could get a liberal education by reading 51 set books that fit on a five-foot shelf. T.R. wrote in his autobiography that it is all right for a man to amuse himself by composing a list of 100 very good books— but there is no such thing as a hundred books that are best for all men, or for the majority of men, 
or for one man at all times. And there is no such thing as a five-foot library which will satisfy the needs of even one particular man on different occasions extending over a number of years. Tip number five. You don't have to read books that are recommended to you. As we've discussed, Tierra found reading, and choosing books, to be a highly personal pursuit. He wrote in his autobiography that the reader, the book lover, must meet his own needs without paying too much attention to what his neighbors say those needs should be. In his Ladies' Home Journal piece, he noted that suggestions of a possibly helpful character can be made by outsiders, but only suggestions. And they will probably be helpful about in proportion to the outsider's knowledge of the mind and soul of the person to be helped. In other words, you're the best person to choose the books you want to read. So if a friend recommends a book that doesn't seem like your thing, don't feel guilty for not picking it up. We'll be right back. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. So far, Theodore Roosevelt has advised us to read the classics and pay no mind to book recommendations. Ready for some more reading tips from TR? Here we go. Tip number six. Read what you're in the mood for. Tia wrote in his autobiography that a book must be interesting to the particular reader at that particular time, 
And in the Ladies' Home Journal piece, he noted that a man with a real fondness for books of various kinds will find that his varying moods determine which of these books he at the moment needs. He certainly followed his own advice, reading widely on many, many, many topics. Tip number seven, read in streaks. Roosevelt was a fan of reading in what he called streaks, wherein he would get interested in a particular subject and then read about it in book after book and then in other subjects suggested by his reading. Even in pure literature, having nothing to do with history, philosophy, sociology, or economy, one book will often suggest another, so that one finds one has unconsciously followed a regular course of reading, he wrote. Tip number eight, avoid trashy and vicious books. So TR had a lot to say about letting your mood and your preference guide your choice in books, but let's be clear. He's talking about good books, things like the classics, which he deemed books worth reading. He did not condone the reading of trashy or frothy books. His words, by the way. Personal preference, according to Theodore Roosevelt, is no excuse for permitting oneself to like what is vicious or even simply worthless. What is a vicious book, you may ask? Well, T.R. gave us a few examples. If a man read and enjoyed Bellamy, T.R. said that he will do well to keep a watch on the reflex centers of his moral nature and should pick up books by Eugene Briot and Henry Bordeaux instead. If this reader enjoyed Leo Tolstoy's Anna Karenina and War and Peace, great. But if the reader preferred the author's 1890 novella, The Kritzer Sonata, which, like Bellamy, dealt very frankly with adultery and sex, T.R. wrote that he had better make up his mind that for pathological reasons he will be wise thereafter to avoid Tolstoy entirely. Tolstoy is an exceedingly interesting and stimulating writer, but an exceedingly unsafe moral advisor. That's putting it nicely. In the Outlook, T.R. wrote that Sonata was revolting and that Tolstoy was a man who, however high he may stand in certain respects, has in him certain dreadful qualities of the moral pervert. Ultimately, T.R. concluded that the reading of vicious books for pleasure should be eliminated. It is no less clear that trivial and vulgar books do more damage than can possibly be offset by any entertainment they yield. Tip number nine, bring big books on vacation. If you've ever packed a beach read, you have a little something in common with T.R., who brought books with him wherever he went. Railway and steamboat journeys were, of course, predestined through the ages as aids to the enjoyment of reading, he wrote. I have always taken books with me when on hunting and exploring trips. He recommended bringing reasonably heavy books on long trips, which he said would allow the reader to tackle more ambitious books and authors, as you never would if surrounded by less formidable authors in your own library. And when you do reach the journey's end, you grasp with eager appetite at old magazines or at the lightest of literature. Tip number 10. Use reading to escape. Look, the real world can be a bummer. Theodore Roosevelt, who lost family members dear to him and worked in the stressful world of politics, knew that all too well. So even though critics would scorn happy endings in books, he actually liked them. There are enough horror and grimness and sordid squalor in real life with which an active man has to grapple, he wrote. When I turn to the world of literature, I do not care to study suffering unless for some sufficient purpose. It is only a very exceptional novel which I will read if he does not marry her, and even in exceptional novels, I much prefer this consummation. I am not defending my attitude. I am merely stating it. And perhaps he was speaking from personal experience when he wrote, If one is worried by all kinds of men and events, 
during critical periods in administrative office or at national conventions or during congressional investigations or in hard-fought political campaigns. It is the greatest relief and unalloyed delight to take up some really good, really enthralling book and lose all memory of everything grimy and of the baseness that must be parried or conquered. There are plenty more TR reading tips where these came from, so if you're interested, you can find them at mentalfloss.com slash historyverses. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of History Verses. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. History Verses is hosted by me, Erin McCarthy. The executive producers are Erin McCarthy, Julie Douglas, and Tyler Klang. The supervising producer is Dylan Fagan. The show is edited by Dylan Fagan and Lowell Rolanti. If you want to find out more about this episode and Theodore Roosevelt, visit mentalfloss.com slash historyverses. That's mentalfloss.com slash H-I-S-T-O-R-Y-V-S. History Verses is a production of iHeartRadio and Mental Floss. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero.